Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Behind the Curtain Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Loy. This is a podcast where we take an inside look at an expat life. As an American citizen who has lived in Central Europe for almost 20 years, I'm going to take you behind the scenes to explore the joys and struggles of a foreigner. Hi, everyone. I hope all of you have had a great holiday, a great Christmas, and uh, I just want to thank you all for uh, listening to this podcast this year. Uh, we got a lot of ideas to be talking about over the next year, too, so uh, thank you so much for uh, just listening to this podcast. Uh, today, I, I want to talk to you all about something that every foreigner experiences. And it's something that maybe on the surface seems very superficial, but it's actually a very deep thing. And that's cravings. Now, I'm going to be regaling you with my stories from the past and, and telling you about the cravings that I have now. But I want you to think about yourself in this situation. Okay, I'm going to, I am going to talk about three different categories. I'm going to talk about food cravings, missing family, and that yearning for a past experience. Before I do that, I want to ask you all, what do you crave? Now, if, if you're an expat like me, I want to know, what is the one thing you crave and long for the most? Now, if you're not an expat and you just live in in your home setting, whenever you've left home, have you ever missed anything intensely? I want to hear your stories. I want to hear what are the things that you all have craved. So if you could just send me an email at thebehindthecurtainpodcast at gmail.com and let me know your experience with cravings. Now, like I said, I'm breaking down these cravings into food, family, and experience as an expat. And like I said, these things can be really, really superficial, but they're real, especially when we talk about food. <laughs> now, a lot of Czechs that I know, I live in the Czech Republic, they tend to miss Czech bread when they, they leave their country. Now, Czech bread, there's two types of this bread that they miss. The classic rye loaf, it's like a brown bread with caraway seeds, is something they miss a lot. They, they'll usually put some spread on it or some ham and cheese. Or it's the rolik, which is a, um, it's a roll, it's a white roll uh, that they have. And they eat that a lot of times for breakfast or for dinner or something. Um, now, the Americans I know, they're completely different. They tend to miss peanut butter. Now, my wife and I watch a show called Survivor. And it's where they take these 20 contestants and they put them on an island. They don't know each other. They're strangers to one another. And after watching them for two weeks, what you end up taking away is that these people really desire certain foods. And some of it might be chocolate, but a lot of times it's peanut butter. And I don't know if it's because they're missing the salt or they're missing the sugar or maybe the protein found in the peanut. I don't know there is this intense craving for peanut butter. And I've seen it with expats even here in Czech Republic. Back in the day, you couldn't get peanut butter as readily as you can now. And people would just die to just to have a, a jar of peanut butter. Now, for me, it wasn't peanut butter. In the past, it was, it, maybe you'll think it's funny. Maybe you'll think it's funny. But I remember missing nachos. 
when I first got to the Czech Republic, nachos. Nachos were that thing that I just really, really missed. Now, I've talked about nachos before. I told in the in the podcast about making mistakes with language. I, I told the story about nachos. <laughs> well, nachos were a big thing for me. It was the thing I missed the most. And I couldn't, I remember I couldn't find cheddar cheese when I first got to Czech Republic. And after a couple months, I remember going to the grand open, or they had the grand opening of a Tesco in a nearby city. And it was the first Tesco to come to the Czech Republic. Tesco, if you don't know, is a is a British um, supermarket. And I remember going there and finding cheddar cheese. And it costs so much money to buy it. But it, it was like gold. But I bought it. And I was able to find some sort of not very good chips and they were a facsimile of what was really good chips but i remember taking that cheddar cheese and putting it on the nacho chips and one time i lived next to a cinema a one-room cinema and i said i'm gonna make some nachos and i I put the cheese on there i cooked up the nachos and i'm gonna take these nachos and i got a like a hot pad to hold the pan of hot nachos from the oven and I carried them over to the nearby cinema, bought the ticket and they let me bring in the nachos and I just sat there eating my nachos in the theater. That's how desperate I was to have nachos. I also, another thing, Americans have this when they first come to Europe is that they miss ice. Europeans don't put ice in their soft drinks or their water so much. Uh, Americans do that a lot, and uh, I always love having some ice and chewing on the ice. And, uh, and I just I was ecstatic because last year I finally realized I could buy a big bag of ice. And it, you could ask my wife; it made me so happy just to have ice in my freezer, and not just like one or two ice cube trays full. I could have it there readily whenever I want it. And even to this day, when I reach into that ice bag and put it into my drink, it makes me so happy. <laughs> it's super thrilled. And it's funny. It's just frozen water. Now, two things in the present, quickly. Um, I, I, I miss pizza, American pizza. I see it on TV shows all the time. And every time I do that, I just die a little bit inside because I want that pizza from my favorite pizza shop. It's nothing against pizza in Europe. Europe Europeans have really great pizza. Italians, great pizza. But it's it, I miss that thing from my past, that pizza that I grew up with. And I think cravings work that way, a lot from our past. Now, by the way, I'm going to express opinions in this episode, and you might have a different opinion, and that's okay, because our cravings are different. Because I think, they're like I said, they're connected to our past to our childhoods and what we found joy in in our past are sometimes the things that we miss in our present. Another one for me, I like hamburgers. You can get good hamburgers here in restaurants and such, but there's something about U.S. beef that I miss and there's a certain taste that a U.S. beef burger has that I can't always get here in Europe. And I remember I had just finished my master's degree and my wife and I, we're wanting to celebrate and the family is going to celebrate. But I'll have to tell the story, a longer story of this because it's funny later. But we couldn't go out to eat. 
So we had to order from the room service menu. And there was a burger. And it said USDA beef. So I ordered it. Cost me a lot, but I ordered it. And I remember biting into that. And it was one of the best hampers I've ever had in my life. Because another thing about cravings is that you don't get it for a long time. And you get it, it tastes so good. (laughs) And that burger tasted great. By the way, I just think that Europe does pork better. And the U.S. does beef better. That's my personal opinion. No offense to anyone out there, but that's just an opinion I have. Now, another aspect of something that we all miss as foreigners is time spent with family and friends. And I maintain when people ask me, what is the thing you miss the most? The number one hardest thing about living overseas is that you don't have access to your extended family. And I have a family here but they don't have that access to the grandparents, time to play with their cousins, that someone who lives in a home country just takes for granted. You know, sometimes, especially during the holidays, like we're experiencing right now, the holidays with the extended family is also very, very difficult because you have to do everything through uh, FaceTime or Skype online. My mother is famous for her honey rolls. She makes these rolls, she's got honey on them, and everyone loves them. And there's something that always just a little pain in my heart. When we're, we're talking online, they're talking about the celebrations that they're having. And they talk about, my mom's got the honey rolls in the oven. I can't partake in that tradition with my family. And so the holidays can be a really difficult time. Quick story about how this dynamic works when you're, especially at the holidays, when you're talking with family, families all together. And they've so not this year because of COVID, but a lot of times you've got relatives over, you've got the cousins, the grandparents, the parents, aunts and uncles. And I remember my first year being overseas and calling in to that party at Christmas time. And you get, <laughs> Every expat knows this, that when you call in at Christmas time or I guess when you Skype in, they pass you around to everybody. And everybody says hi, and it's just an awkward conversation sometimes because they're having a good time and you're just not there. And I just one quick little story. I remember my grandfather. I remember they passed me around to everybody and finally gets to my grandfather. He's 80 plus years old. And he says, Justin, do you know what I'm doing right now? And I said, no, Grandpa, what are you doing? And he said, I'm eating ham. I'm like, okay, you're eating ham. And he says, do you have ham? And he might have said in Czechoslovakia or in Czech Republic because, by the way, a lot of people say Czechoslovakia even though it hasn't been Czechoslovakia since 1993. And I said, well, yeah, we have ham here. And it just, that was my conversation with my grandfather. I couldn't have a real conversation with my grandfather. I just had talked about ham. And it was just really funny to this whole conversation about ham. I'm not part of that party. And so I'm relegated to conversations about things like, do you have ham overseas? Maybe you've experienced this too with family and you've missed family. And I would like to hear your stories. The other thing that I miss, the third aspect to cravings I miss is experience. I'm a big beach lover. I love going to the beach. My family always, again, Something from my past, my family always went to the ocean on the East Coast, to the Atlantic, every year for a vacation. 
And I love the ocean waves. I love walking on the sand. And I miss that because I live in a landlocked country. And there are possibilities to go to to a beach here in Europe. And we've, we're have we going to do that this upcoming summer for a vacation. But it doesn't match that childhood experience of having gone to the Carolina shore. I, another example would be going to a baseball game. If I had... If I had my druthers, I would totally go to a baseball game once a month, if not more. Take my son to a ball game, just sit there and hang out and watch baseball and be together, you know, shoulder to shoulder, just talking about life or just sitting there watching the game, experiencing that crowd. Again, in a non-COVID world, (laughs) I can't do that here. The baseball games, there's no Major League Baseball I could go to a hockey. There's really good hockey here. Um, I could go to other sporting events, but I'm missing that baseball. And if you hadn't known, I'm a huge baseball fan. It's the experiences that you're missing also. Food, family and friends, experience. But here's the cool thing. When you're craving something and then you finally get a taste of that thing you miss, It's heavenly. You appreciate things more. You have joy in the simple things. It produces a memory, something you'll never forget. In talking about the baseball game and missing that baseball experience, I'll give you an example of this. Right before COVID hit, right before COVID hit, my family and I were able to go to Florida and I was able to experience my favorite baseball team, the Pittsburgh Pirates, their spring training and we went to a game and I remember meeting uh, a newspaper reporter who covers the, the Pittsburgh Pirates. His name is Jason Mackey. He's a good guy. And we were able to strike up a conversation and eventually he wrote an article about my children and I going to the baseball game. Now I don't get a chance to go to a baseball game very much. And I went to this one and it became a memory Thank you, Jason out there. Thank you. It became a memory that I will always cherish because I was able to taste that again. And thankfully, you know, Jason Mackey was able to chronicle that. You can see that article is from back in February in the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette. So check that out if you haven't checked that out already. And so I want to give a couple of thoughts about cravings. This is a longer story here and I'm not going to get into it today, but my wife and I met overseas and we returned back to get married in the United States. And in our first year of marriage, I remember my wife and I were in the car. We're in, in Massachusetts, newly married. And I, I remember sitting there and talking to her about the fact that I was missing craving something. Because in the United States, I could have whatever I want, whenever I want, when it comes to food. My family is nearby and I could have all those experiences that I miss so much. But I missed craving something. I realized I would rather live my life craving something and then getting it from time to time than just having it always availed me all the time. That was one thought. Another thought I have about cravings is that it's really broken down into two aspects. The first aspect of craving is that there's an ache and a longing and a yearning for something that is lost. Something from our past that is lost. I think it it really connects to that. We're humans. That's what we do. 
we long for what is lost because we all feel that ache inside. And the second aspect to craving is that we live with this potential hope of acquiring or quenching our cravings. So we ache for its loss, but there's this constant hope that we might be able to satiate that craving. It's something that it happens from time to time. And when you do get a chance to fill that ache with this thing that you've craved, it's ironic because it produces really good things. Some of the best of what humanity can offer. It's cherishing something. It's finding joy in something simple. It's producing a memory. And I think that says a lot about the human condition. We're all on this journey on earth here. And as I said before, we, we long and we crave, we, but we crave a world that seems lost. And we're a bunch of people walking around with just holes in our hearts sometimes. But every now and then, we get this taste of what was lost. And it produces joy and peace and love and hope, good camaraderie, wonderful memories, kindness, possibly even. Thank God for that. I want to leave you with just two questions to think about. What are you missing? What are you longing for? Thank you for listening to the Behind the Curtain podcast. If you want to get the show notes or have new episodes delivered directly to your phone, you can go to the website behindthecurtainpodcast.buzzsprout.com to subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And as always, any ratings, reviews, or shares are greatly appreciated. If you'd like to connect, you can write me at the Behind the Curtain Podcast at gmail.com. I'd love to hear your questions and comments. And this is Justin Loy. Take care, and I'll talk to you later. Later.